DJ. DJ, why are you playing the music? You know we gotta start with the fellows. Knock it off. Thank you, sir. Hello, everybody. This is RJ Dupree. Before we get to number eight of the Dupe Show, you guys got to be reminded about Othello's. Othello's has been so very special to sports broadcasting and sports radio throughout Oklahoma City for a very, very long time. So make sure you go hit them up. Othello's Campus Corner, half-price pizza on Sundays, carry-out, take-out, delivery, whatever you want to do. You can have your pizza in the privacy of your own home, mask-free, and just scour it down. Othello's Campus Corner, go check it out. Now, back to the Dupe Show. Hello, everybody, and once again, welcome to the Dupe Show. This is episode number eight. Number eight. We've made it this far. Eight episodes of the Duke Show. I'm your host, RJ Dupree, and this is the show about sports and whatever. And this week, we actually get to talk about sports, mostly. We had some hot topics this week in sports. And I didn't see any cool hot chicks at the store, so I can't really talk about those stories this week. But really tons of things to talk about in sports this week. Of course, everybody's still enjoying MJ's The Last Dance on ESPN. We're through eight episodes there. Only two more left. What am I going to do? What are we going to do? The whole world needs a lot more episodes than just ten of The Last Dance. And of course, if you remember in episode number seven of the Doom Show, we talked about jersey numbers and how C.D. Lamb was wrong to give it up to Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones and say, I'll wear 88. MJ was affected by his jersey number. They told him 23 wasn't 45. 45 wasn't 23 is what they told him. And what did he do? He dumped it. He dumped that 45 and went right back to 23. See, everybody thought Dupe was crazy talking in the Dupe show. But that stuff is real. It's real, y'all. Jersey numbers matter. Definitely affects the psyche of an athlete, for sure. And, of course, one of my favorite parts of episodes 7 and 8 was getting to chit-chat with Terry Francona, one of my favorite baseball managers. He managed Michael Jordan in Birmingham. Holy cow, how cool is that? And he said, MJ had 50 RBIs. A lot of prospects couldn't come up with 50 RBI that year. But MJ did it. And could MJ have gotten to the show? I don't think so. The show's still a long ways from double A. MJ is a tremendous athlete, though. And obviously, his competitive nature, he would have gotten a lot better in the coming two years it takes a couple years to get better at baseball. So who knows how much better MJ would have gotten better. But I'm not going to say he would have made it to the show. He definitely could have got better. Learned to hit that breaking ball. And uh, he would have been a much better complete baseball player. But I don't know about the show. The show 
The show's a big deal, y'all. The show's a big deal. Speaking of the show, that's one of the hot topics this week. Major League Baseball. A proposal will officially be given to the union, the players' union, on Tuesday to try to return to action for Major League Baseball. And, of course, the proposal hitting all sorts of nerves for the players this week, as it probably should. It's a hot topic for everybody. I've been following ESPN's baseball guy, Jeff Passan, very closely this week. And Passan says, uh, he spills it out. He spills it out for you. If you want to learn this stuff, go follow him on Twitter, ESPN, whatever you got to do. Check him out. He'll help you out. And, of course, Blake Snell comes out crying first. I'm not going to go play for half my money. I mean, the risk is way higher than the pay is. And then the pay is way lower, so why should I do that? And then I'm going to go into some health concerns where it sounds like I'm begging on why I should get paid all my $7.6 million this year. Okay. Blake Snell sounds like a crybaby. Sounds like a selfish crybaby. Are you going to get paid $7.6 million this year? No, probably not. And if you think you are, feel free to cry about it. If you don't want to play, don't play. There's a line of people wrapped around the world umpteen times that would be more than happy to take your spot. So if you're seriously concerned and seriously don't want to play, you don't have to. Go away. Now, Blake, Sne Blake Snell was a Cy Young winner two years ago. This year, he's more famous for his MLB The Show video games. But he's a player. The dude can absolutely pitch. 3.24 career ERA in 97 starts, including that Cy Young in 2018. And then, of course, Bryce Harper come out recently and agreed with Blake Snell that they should get every penny that's on their contract. Well, here's the problem, guys. As I go through this proposal, the owners want a 50-50 revenue split for the 2020 season. I think the owners are absolutely drunk for asking that. So we've got, we've got dumb players that want to get paid their full contract, and then we've got dumb ownership that thinks we should be on a 50-50 revenue split. 82-game schedule, of course, that's half, regular 162. We're going to have a mid-June short spring training shooting for an early July opening day. A DH in both leagues to help with the action, uh, to help with the personnel, to help with the TV contracts. And, of course, that's a good thing anyway. The DH in both leagues probably needs to just come on and, and get, over, get it over with. Nobody's going to fight against it. A 14-team playoff instead of the usual 10, which, of course... Anyone that follows me on Twitter, for, at 405dupe, you will know that I hate bigger playoffs. Bigger playoffs is just more losers, period. College football, NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, bigger playoffs, more losers. I don't want more losers in my playoffs. But it does make sense in this particular sense just because of the business matter of it. 
Major League Baseball is not going to get its full amount of change this year. So they're going to have more playoff games, which is nationally televised, which is more cha-ching. So I get it. More losers in the playoffs, more cha-ching for a season where you need some cha-ching. They also propose that the teams will only play divisional and regional opponents. So the Western teams will stay in the West, the Eastern teams will stay in the East, and the Central teams will most likely stay Central. Eh, not a big fan of that. Um, I mean, I get it, logistics-wise. Prevents the spread, possibly. You're still going to be out traveling around. Um... This is kind of meh for me. Could be pointless. Could be cool. I mean, it's not cool. Definitely not cool. Um, But I doubt it's necessary. I mean, if if you're going to play ball, play ball. This is something where it's just kind of half-assed to save face, if you ask me. But whatever, I'll roll with it. They're going to expand their rosters from 26, the usual 26 players, to something more like 30 And have a 20-player taxi squad for call-ups. Since, of course, minor league baseball isn't happening. So there's the proposal. And and like I said earlier, the problem with the players is they want all their money. The problem with the ownership is they want a 50-50 revenue split. This is very far from each other. This cannot happen. Like, both sides are stupid. The ownership cannot get a 50-50 revenue split. And the players cannot get 100% of their salary. Here's the deal. Major League Baseball usually makes, uh, I don't know, $12 billion in a season. $12 billion. This year, the projections show that they could possibly make $5 million. $5 billion, with a B. As in baseball. As in a bunch. $5 billion. Normally, they make $12 billion. I'm not good at math. That's a big hit. $7 billion loss in revenue. Okay. Say they make $5 billion. Players are due roughly $4.3 billion. $4.4 billion. What if, what if the revenue comes in short of $5 billion? What if the revenue comes in around $4 billion? You're telling me ownership should go negative? No, you cannot get paid your full salary, players, period. The math isn't there. Here's the problem. Players that think they should get their full salaries aren't very good at math. Ownership that thinks they should have 50-50 revenue split aren't very good at math. Neither one of them is going to happen. You're both going to have to take a hit. I don't know if this proposal is even going to make it. It'll hit the union Tuesday. which I'm sure they're going to figure something out. But it's going to be ugly. Both sides are going to fight for this. The owners are going to fight for their 50-50 revenue split. And the players are going to fight for their 100% pay. And frankly, both of them need to grow up and take a hit, just like the rest of the world has done. Blake Snell. He said he's giving up all the risk while he's sitting there playing Major League Baseball The Show on PlayStation. Other people got their convenience stores open. People running the cash register at QT. Those people are risking it. 
MLB The Show waiting on your 7.6 million. You're not risking much, man. And you're probably going to have to take a hit. And not to mention, when he goes into all his health concerns, he doesn't sound very smart when he's talking about it. Now, if he wanted to gripe about the ownership's 50-50 revenue split just straight up, without saying, I deserve every bit of my money, then I, was, I would be with him. I would be with any ball player that says that. So who knows? Tuesday's going to be the big day there. We'll all be checking it out. Because I'm ready for baseball. I hope they can figure it out. I hope they can get something going. July would be beautiful for baseball. Happy anniversary, Rognet Odor, by the way. Today, four years ago today, when this podcast is being broadcast, or being recorded, and I'll probably broadcast it as well. Rognet Odor, four years ago, 2016, the punch on Jose Batista. Jose Batista, one of the smartest guys in the Major League Baseball because he follows me on Twitter. Ha! That makes him pretty darn smart. One heck of a guy. Long live the bat flip, by the way. The bat flip that hurt so many's feelings. And the ALCS, a couple years prior to the punch. And I've said this before as a baseball player. When I went through college, I learned that the Latin folks have a lot more emotion than the, than the rest of us. Us normal American dudes didn't understand all the emotion sometimes that came from the Latin guys. They get after it. They will wear their emotion on their sleeve. They will flip a bat. They will punch you in the face. They will get after it. Well, we're just kind of sitting there as Americans going, dang, he's fired up. It's okay to be fired up. It's okay to show a little emotion. It's funny, as a, as a player, I, I was cool with emotion. I'm cool with it from batters. I'm cool with it from position players. But for some reason, I hate it on the mound. Like, when you're on the mound, your job is to pitch. And I'm not interested in all the antics. Like, they hit me the wrong way. Where if you flip your bat after hitting a home run in the ALCS, I'm all for it. I don't care. If I was a pitcher, I probably didn't even pay attention. I was, I was probably pissed off that I just hung a fastball or something. But happy anniversary, Rognet Odor. One of the best mini fights in baseball history. Whack! <laughs> and they both sucked ever since then. That's kind of interesting. Jose Batista, of course, he's... He was probably a little over the hill by the time that happened. Ro Rugi got a big old fat contract, and he's supposed to be a stud. Ever since the punch, he's kind of sucked. I saw a hot topic this week. I heard it mentioned on Oklahoma City Sports Radio. And I saw it come across Twitter about retiring Kevin Durant's number in Oklahoma City. Okay, first off, I'll tell you this. I think, I'm one of them old school cats, right? A little bit. In that, there's too many people in the Hall of Fame. It's become the Hall of Good. Right? There's too many numbers in the rafters already. Should Kevin Durant's number be retired in Oklahoma City? Hell to the no. Hell to the no. 
Nine years in Oklahoma City. One trip to the NBA Finals. One league MVP. I get it. And all the stuff he did for the state, all the stuff he did for putting the Oklahoma City Thunder on the map, I get it. But if Kevin Durant weren't there, somebody else would have done it. That's what all these athletes don't seem to understand. Everyone's replaceable. Okay? You're all replaceable. I know you don't feel like you are. And I know mentally you're not supposed to feel like you are. But you are. And one of these days, when you're over the hill, you're going to feel it. And you're going to know it. And you will be replaced. Even the GOATs. I mean, look at the line of GOATs throughout, throughout NBA history. There was always a GOAT. Followed by another GOAT. Right? Everybody's replaceable. And I'm not looking for another jersey to hang for a dude that went to one NBA Finals and got a league MVP. Is he one of the best players on the planet? Absolutely. Will he probably end up in the Hall of Fame? Probably. And he'll probably deserve it. He's one of the best. And another thing I don't like about these dudes wanting their jerseys hung is they just run off and then want their jerseys hanged. And everybody's like, oh, should we hang their jersey? Yeah, they were fantastic. Well, let's not forget, he ran off on OKC. So did Russell Westbrook. I mean, you, these two guys had an opportunity to build statues upon statues in Oklahoma City. They could have hung their jerseys the day they said, I'm done. And had a statue outside the door already. They know that. But... They sold out OKC and went somewhere else. And I'm not interested in hanging jerseys for that. And that's my spiel on that. There's too many dudes in the Hall of Fame. There's too many jerseys in the rafters. Let's go, people. What else we got to talk about this week? OU Recruiting had a big day today. So they got the uh, number one outside linebacker out of the state of Texas in the 2021 class. Texarkana guy Clayton Smith. They also got the number one player in Florida for that class. Wide receiver Mario Williams. That could be a big old giant pickup for the Oklahoma Sooners. I'm not big on recruiting stuff, but occasionally someone will ask me questions and I have to say, I don't know. <laughs> But I did notice that it was a big day for, for OU picking up those two guys today. And uh, I hope everyone had a perfect Mother's Day over the weekend. I know Corona Geddon has set in and it's awful tough to go visit some of our mothers. I had a nice visit with mine for Mother's Day and she's rock star freaking awesome. Whoop me every time I deserve to be whooped. Nah, that's probably not true. I probably got by with some things here and there. She might have whooped me for fun once or twice to make up for it, but that's all right. Mom is the bomb. Moms make the world go round, y'all. Take care of the ladies. I had a lovely visit with my mother over Mother's Day just a few days ago. And of course, during Corona getting that time, even more special than ever. As we're having to limit some of our 
hanging out and chilling time with mom and chilling time with dad. So really, the big news of this week is going to be the Major League Baseball stuff and how do they get back on the field. And more importantly, how do they come to terms about getting back on the field? It is going to be very, very interesting to watch. And I don't think it's going to be as easy as everybody thinks it's going to be. Because these dudes are not on the same page as of right now. Not on the same page. And of course, that's no good. If we're not on the same page, we can't get on the field. DJ, I'm ready to go eat. I'm trying to move, you guys. By the way, I've been moving, right? Oh my gosh. Moving sucks. Trying to move down here in Texas. Trying to get the apartment all packed up. It has been craziness so far. I got two days till the truck gets here. We'll be ready. We're going to make it. But I'm flat out wore out. DJ's over there laughing at me. But by golly, we're going to make it. Monday morning when that truck shows up, we're going to have this stuff packed, boxed, wrapped, ready to roll, and we're going home. Going to the new home. That's all I can gripe about today, y'all. Major League Baseball, I'm mad at everybody. Kevin Durant, I'm still mad at you. I'm scared what number you wore. It ain't going in my Raptors. That's all I got to say, y'all, for episode number eight of the Duke Show. I'm your host, RJ Dupree. See you next time, Duke. Out.